on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. I've seen enough cacti to know where this is going. Oh no. No. (laughs) After throwing down with Dewey Daystar and the Clearwater Cleaners. You had been here in the Yeast of All Brewery uh, trying to get Gattleby's stuff. uh, And you had done so successfully you had quite a few very dangerous encounters. Yeah. You were confronted by another combat, but this time it was uh, a, a leshy named Dewey Daystar who had been sent to find you guys, um, and you found a note on him linking him to Angelique Loveless. Micah's angels finally leave the Yeast of All Brewery. Here's the plan. All of us get in the bag, and we tie the bag to Slick, and Slick will eventually get us to the tavern. How many years will that take? It'll take like a week at most. Can they finally get Gattleby back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon? If there's even so much as a child that approaches us, I'm going to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> is this going to be turned into the JoJo thing where you all like group up on it? Just... It's a child, get down! <laughs> get ready to find out. God damn it, Slick! It's all Slick. It's all Slick's fault. Slick is the snitch. Snitches get stitches, Slick. My first action, I put a gun to Slick and pull the trigger. <laughs> now. So as I geared myself up for Spooky Month, put on my pumpkin shirt and my Gengar socks and my black cat earrings, I thought to myself, the best topic we could open with today, irrational childhood fears. Yeah. Yeah. Why this is a good one. Off, cat? Well, I'll give you mine. See, my family had this thing where my dad was really, really, really particular about bad words and such in movies. And you'd be surprised to know that you don't find a lot of bad language in a lot of old disaster movies. And so I remember oh when I God. first saw Dante's Peak, my dad convinced me that there was a volcano in the field behind our house. <laughs> Lots of sleep was lost over that as little bitty cat was convinced that lava would come into her bedroom. <laughs> thanks for the trauma dad yep thanks for the trauma dad uh yeah that's good jacob we so we were talking about this when we were getting coffee before this and jacob made us stop because yes. we were going off about it too much yeah what were you talking about your okay so i had i was a little kid i think i was in like cub scouts if not lower in the scout spectrum which i can't remember the whole thing so mm-hmm. i can't really need detail i had just watched the titanic Oh, no. Uh, with my family. You know, back when it was a two VHS movie, I want to say around the time it first came out, I think, you know, memory spotty. 87 years. And then we <laughs> went to the beach because we have family there. Oh, no. And all I know is that the route we took to get there or while we were driving around down there, I took a nap. And when I woke up, I was on a ferry out in the middle of the ocean. Poor tiny Jacob. <laughs> I was oh, no. dead convinced. You could not like convince me otherwise i knew we were going to hit an iceberg and die oh and titanic I, style i bust out crying oh, i was like no. i don't want to die i don't want to hit an iceberg in the middle of 
a fairy uh, while people are on vacation. Yes. And, oh, uh, no. But hey, good things came out of it because I was, uh, there was like a scout master on board and my, oh. you know, he overheard us and, you know, works with kids. So he, he spoke to me. He, he knew the driver of the ferry, the captain, there we go. Uh-huh. And took me into the, like the, the, the bridge. Sure. The, the pilot's area. I'm using a lot of wrong terminology. Don't care. (laughs) We went to the bridge and I got to speak to the captain. He was like, Hey, I've been a captain for a very long time. I've never hit an iceberg. So (laughs) you think I'm going to hit an iceberg today? I was like, yeah, no, I guess not. (laughs) I felt, I felt a lot better once I knew that the captain had never hit an iceberg before. Uh, So, so the rest of the trip was all right. Once we've made a, it was great to look back on and laugh. I, because I cannot stress enough. I knew for a fact we were going to hit an iceberg and die. There was no doubt in my mind. So the other one came directly from my sister. Yeah, I'm talking to you right now. You on your morning commute. My sister, my mom, my dad, they love crime shows. Love them. I despise mm-hmm. them. Ooh. And they're the creepy crime shows where people get like kidnapped and all that fun, not fun stuff that makes me have nightmares at night, even as an adult. But anyway, my sister was convinced someone would come through our window and try to kidnap us. Mm. Convinced. And so when we set up the bunk bed, we had to set the bunk bed up away from the window, even though fire, fear, cat wanted to be as close to the window as possible. But my sister... We had, we both played like rec league softball. So my sister kept the softball bat on her bed to beat the intruders with. And it was a bunk bed. It's just good play. And I'd be like, mom, I can't go pee in the middle of the night. She's going to think I'm an intruder and, and hit me. And mom's like, and she tells my sister, you can't do that. Put it away. So you know what my sister did after mom said no more baseball bats? Knife. She put giant rocks in a pillowcase <laughs> and slept with that next to her. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a fear of being kidnapped and I had a fear of a beatdown when I had to pee. <laughs> Your sister's out for blood. <laughs> yes. She wakes up and chooses violence. That's an accurate description. So <laughs> I have posted an image in the general chat. I was wondering what if this, this was. Is, uh, this is pertinent. I was three. Like three or four, probably. This was before I had moved out of the first home that I lived in with both of my parents. And uh, I moved whenever I was like five. So I was probably three or four. And my mother had these um, these little plastic like things that you put on pairs of socks to keep them together in the wash. Posted oh, a picture. Is that what those are oh. for? Yeah. Uh, sock locks. And she, uh, she told me those were thumb cutters because I used to thuck. Suck ah! my thumb a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. And uh, I was terrified. <laughs> I still don't like the concept of things being on my fingers that could possibly catch my skin. Uh-huh. Uh, and she used to have thumb rings. <laughs> so she misplaced one of her rings and accidentally grabbed one of the sock locks. And she put it on her thumb and she could not get it off. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And... Now I'm very vindicated because if you're going to torment a child with that concept, you deserve to have it happen to you. But uh, (laughs) I had to go get my dad and I was bawling. 
And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, it's the thumb cutter. <laughs> I just learned these things existed, okay? Oh, I need to get some of these. I didn't know they existed. We, my mom would just tie the socks together. And and I apparently learned later in life, that's not what normal people do. No, that, that also makes it really hard for them to try. Yeah. But no, we don't. We wouldn't wash them that way. Like, you know, you put them away tied together. To go oh, get me some thumb no, cutters. I mean, you're not allowed locks. to have thumb cutters in this house. Uh, <laughs> wake, up, wake them up with them all over your hands. <laughs> cause poor drought trauma. Okay. It has been over 20 years since that happened. If you come up to me and you have a thumb cutter on your thumb, I'm cutting off the thumb. Uh, <laughs> Make it true. <laughs> See, uh-huh. thumb will cut off. Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of irrational, necessarily childhood fears because I think I was like early middle school with some of these. Uh, but oh, it's one still of childhood, I know, because middle schoolers oh, the, the are volcano. still very dumb. The yeah. volcano was early middle school, late elementary. <laughs> so go on. But like, I remember back in like the late 2000s, there was like big disaster news around like a tsunami that hit I, I forget where it was Aww. it was like because I, I, I remember reading about this it was actually a really really bad tsunami like historically even um i want to say it was like i don't know um but it was like uh southeast asia islands kind of thing um and i was convinced every time we went to the beach that it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Um, we actually got the chance to go to the Bahamas like oh. that year uh-huh. on a missions oh. thing. And I was convinced. I was like, I'm going to be out here on these little islands because we weren't even on like the commercial happen. side. It was mm-hmm. like the where people actually live side. Yeah. And it was like, we're going to be out here on these little islands that are so hard to fly to. And there's going to be a fucking tsunami that's going to kill us all and wash us oh. away. Oh, wonderful. I believe oh. the tsunami you're referring to, if it's early 2000s, is the Indian Ocean tsunami. I think that was it. It was a Around big one. Around Christmas or Boxing Day. Yeah, it was a big one. Um, but And then like there was another one, I think, there was like a, after that happened, I paid attention to tsunamis as like a middle schooler. Cause <laughs> Did I was you watch terrified. for the ocean to recede? Yeah. I, low tide freaked me out. <laughs> I, uh, there was a point in my life where I recognized things were irrational fears, but I would still have them mm-hmm. and I would know it. I love zombie movies. Oh, I yeah. always oh, have. No. Um, But like the first few times I watched a zombie movie, I was like, this movie's dope. But when bedtime came, I would lie there in bed and I would be like, I know factually there are no such thing as zombies, no spooks, no skeletons, nothing like that. But (laughs) if I go to sleep right now with my door open to the rest of the house, a a zombie is going to come in here and bite me on the ankle and I will have to suffer (laughs) until I turn into a zombie. So you know what I did? Even though I knew factually there are no zombies. You shut the door? That's, that's at the point in my life where I shut my door and would sometimes lock it. Because if other people in my household with my brothers and my parents left their doors open and a zombie wandered in there, that was on them. <laughs> I, for one, was going to close my door so I wouldn't be the first one bit. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I still wake up sometimes in the middle of the night or like four in the morning for work or something and stumble to the door to find the door entirely locked to our bedroom 
because Jacob will subconsciously lock the bedroom door from time to time. Oh, no, sometimes I do it on purpose because I never grew out of that. I just, <laughs> just now I, it's uh, intruders. <laughs> I just thought of another one here. And this is not this is the same vein as you as knowing it's irrational, but still being caught up in it. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was in high school, I think this is around 2010-ish, there was a horror movie that was like all over the advertisement space called Insidious. Ah, yes. Uh, and it With has the Darth the, Maul guy. The Darth Maul demon. <laughs> um, and I remember oh like God. being in high school at some point and staying up late playing like Left 4 Dead and Call of Duty Zombies and like, you know, knowing no such thing as these things, but like seeing that ad and being convinced that if I closed my, or if I didn't close my door, that that Darth Maul demon was going to jump out at me. Absolutely. Even though I know. Oh, Absolutely. No. I, I will still, my, my computer desk is, has me facing the wall, my back to the open you door. Can't stand it. And mm-hmm. I, there are times where I'm sitting there playing a game and I'll be like, you need a little mirror. There's somebody in here. I can't do it. You need a it. mirror to look into the doorway. I have to close my door when I play VR because I can't see outside my headset. And even with my door closed, You're just like somebody managed I'm to get just in like, here. there's someone in here with me. I know, know it. it. <laughs> you sound like my sister. The internal fear that someone is there out to get you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was more worried the uh, weather would get me. You know what I blame for that? Honestly, a movie that impacted me so hard when it comes to that, The Truman Show. <laughs> really? Oh, no. Because it's, yeah. you've never seen it. It's a movie about a man. There's lots of who, movies I have Since seen. he's been born, he's basically, he is a, a, um, a character. A, he is, uh, what's, what's the word a protagonist? for? No, uh, the type of show, reality TV show about his life, but he doesn't know it. So everything in his life has been recorded. Like there are cameras in his mirror and the weather and like everything around him is faked and he doesn't know it. And the movie's about, mm-hmm how he finds out and reacts to it. That and, sounds uh, weird. That, it's a weird movie. Yeah. That has always impacted yeah. me to the point where like, I think I realized at one point I'm not going to act. You know, a lot of people will let down their guard and be a very different person in private. Nope. I'm nope. me all the time. <laughs> yep. Every day you wake up and you're you. That's right. Oh, Jacob <laughs> on the topic of, I know a zombie's going to get me uh-huh. uh, back whenever call of duty zombies was, <sighs> still brand new mm-hmm. and uh my parents were both obsessed with it but they couldn't play with each other no i had to be up until like three uh <laughs> to play without both of them at different times uh oh. <laughs> i'm terrified of zombies uh <laughs> is this where your deep-seated fear of the undead comes from yes uh <laughs> yes. so it, it made it worse it made it much much worse well no uh, but actually yes well no but actually yes it was there but it was it made worse right um i heard wind outside the house at one point in time and it sounded like a groan oh and i was like all right this is it this is it <laughs> so i went and i got a steak knife like yeah. not just not just like a, a little steak knife yeah like a, a chef knife almost and i <laughs> I had it in a backhand grip. I was That's like, all right. right. You gotta be cool. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I know that this is the strongest way to hit. If I just stab by poking, it's not gonna do anything. I I was a teenager. I was a young teenager. Yeah. And I was looking up, where's the best place to like sever a spinal cord? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, all right, your, this is it. I gotta be prepared. <laughs> your FBI surveillance agent must Woke have had a fun day. Ready for violence. Yeah. I drought was chooses terrified. Violence. It Don't. was like... Don't tell cat sister. It was <laughs> it was just before sunrise, and you know how it's that weird shade yeah. right before sunrise? All right, this is it. This is it. I had the knife. 
I had everything. My dad comes into the house. I'm like, all right, this is it. <laughs> he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, say more words so I know it's you. <laughs> yeah, you, you and my sister have very similar vibes in this. <laughs> oh, man. She just Violence. was afraid of, you know, the serial killer from the crime show, not undead. <laughs> Same vibe. Oh, choose violence. Uh, oh, man. Well, what an appropriate discussion. <laughs> the episode that comes out before Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, irrational childhood fears. <sighs> well, my irrational childhood fears started centuries before the star stone was Smooth. raised. The Wizard King's <laughs> necks oh and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. It's undead for you. The party From case. the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. And zombies. <laughs> On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the zombies. And the natural disasters. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. Steak knives in hand. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. You know, Psychir probably could make it so that there was a volcano in somebody's backyard and they wouldn't even mean it. Alkenstar would actually be like the perfect scenario for a, you know, zombie infestation in a city because magic doesn't always work. So like, oh, zombie infestation Absalon, get like your level 17 wizards to poof them away with a fire. But now it star. Magic doesn't always work. And also, the undead nation of Geb is right Right, across the border. Yeah, but we're not talking smart undead. That would make it boring. You need the mindless hordes of zombies. Okay, you think that they don't make those? I know they do, but I'm saying you would need that. This wouldn't be a Geb invasion. Someone lost lost a pack of zombies and they wandered into Alkenstar. (laughs) And it'd be great. Because Alkenstar would have like that Western theme going on. So it'd be like the standoff, but there's just a horde of zombies coming. And, but like it also has the skyscrapers. It'd be like having a zombie invasion in Western New York. Not right. literal Western New York, but New York as a Could Western. Could you imagine the clockwork <laughs> things fighting zombies? So World War Z, but with a, with cowboy with hats. a twang. Yeah, there And you steampunk. Okay. Just like uh, your uh, grossly stereotypical Italian-American New Yorker, but with... With a bigger mustache and a cowboy hat. That's right. Just Mario voice going, Waha, gabagoo, yeehaw. Draw. Waha! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't sue us, Nintendo. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> They're knocking at the door. Hide! Uh, uh, what? Uh, oh no, it's the wrong one! <laughs> well, I'll never forgive you for casting Chris Pratt! <laughs> <laughs> you could tell when we recorded this episode. It's uh, uh, the first yep. one. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about like date wise. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, when we last left our intrepid band of Mario bandits, I mean outlaws, I mean Micah's angels. Cactus. Cactus. You had just fought a sentient, a sentient Quintius cactus. We could have drank him. No, he exploded. Oh, that's right. You had to drink him real fast. No, Paula's yeah. time. Um, you had been here in the East of All Brewery uh, trying to get Gattleby's stuff, uh, and you had done so successfully, you had quite a few very, very dangerous encounters. Yeah. Back yes. to back to back. It was basically three episodes worth, because I just <laughs> edited these, three episodes worth of heal, 
fight, heal, fight. <laughs> um, and you found some uh, urban adventurers, kind of just tangentially, like not even related to what you were looking for that had been in there hiding out, but had also kind of gotten stuck yeah. because of said very dangerous things. Um, so that was their own fault. It they was didn't their even own know fault. about the wasps. They could have fought them. They didn't, they didn't the know about the wasps. They, didn't they know shut about the them in there. Yeah. Um, but you got Gattleby stuff. You got a useless wand because <laughs> none yeah. of you are a sorcerer. Um, but it does sell for stuff. Or uh, snizzard. And, and after doing some resting and about to head back out, you were confronted by yet another, uh, another combat. But this time it was... Uh, a, a leshy named Dewey Daystar who had been sent to find you guys um, and you found a note on him linking him to Angelique Loveless and that's where Lovey. we ended last Curse week's her. episode this guy's a simp now first things first because we have the benefit of listening to our past episodes hey do we ever search the bodies of those oozes the oozes yeah I to see if there was anything inside of them. Uh, I don't. You mean like think bones? You did. Well, I mean, in case they'd eaten other investigator people. There's no telling. Ooze's got crud. I mean, we could just go back and look. I mean, we're in the same room. No, we're not in the same room as the oozes. They were yes, in the big we room. Are. Yeah, we are. We are in the big room. room. I thought yeah. we were in the little room. No, well, you're. Well, we chased. Some of us are in the little. Yeah, you're room. in the some little room because you chased the out room. the the guys that gotcha. had run away. Yeah. Oh, one of them did get away. The other one didn't. The one that got away? Yeah, I don't think Tune they... back in for book three whenever we fight this guy at level <laughs> whatsever. I don't Sneeze think... in his direction and it dies. But I don't think the oozes had any treasure I didn't on them. I think so. I just figured I'd ask. So, I search Dew McGruff's body. I find this note. Yeah. Dewey Dew Star. Dewey Dew Star. He exploded. He exploded. I thought there wasn't a lot of naturey stuff in this world. That's Fucking what nerd. someone claimed. I said magic. And there's also not a lot of nature. It was a walking sentient cactus. It doesn't. Tune back in next week. Listen, there's a difference between. Oh, look, here's a Leshy, one of the playable ancestries in this game. And, oh, here's a bunch of stuff that helps you if you're a druid. All right? We've had this argument before the show. I guess we're going to have it on the show again. If you want to play a druid in this game, it's fine. But it probably won't be a good time. Ooh, nothing so far. I know. I mean, know. you're talking I'm to the person this up. who chose um, to play a druid in Reign of Winter, so... Okay, that's actually that's a good a place to play choice. the druid. The, but this place, you got the magic thing, and then you got the uh, in the middle of a mutated desert thing in working against you. Night. Oh, my God. So uh, Chester will wait for uh, Psycure the Observer and Alonzo to get back in the room, and he'll wave the paper and say, apparently this guy was sent by Angelique Loveless. And he's a simp. <laughs> Look Say at this what? man the- calling Angelique Loveless, who is not a very attractive woman, lovey. Well, I ain't ever really seen her very good. Are we sure you she's unattractive? You don't know what cacti are into. He seems like a prick. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I've seen enough cacti to know where this is going. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, apparently, though, she's Have you ever got- gotten angry at God? Because I just got angry at God. <laughs> What's this voice? No. No, we don't know what this means. I've not seen enough hentai to see where this is going. <laughs> Who mentioned hentai? They said cacti. This is like... Is there another wall past the fourth? Because you've shattered, we've shattered the fourth wall like every We're single time we play. We're on the fifth wall now. Yeah. 
I would say the third wall because third gallon. We are but. a wallless podcast. <laughs> no walls here. No we are boundaries. free range. That's right. We eat grass, free range grass. But we don't touch it. Meow. I mean, I touch it. You touch grass? I touch grass. You're a liar. I do. <laughs> Actually, do I anymore? I don't have a yard. Take that back. Yeah, go touch grass. I touch we walk. We walk out of our our front oh door and Lord. we get pavement. But uh, uh, just get back. Hold on. Focus. Zoop. Zoop. Zoo is your focus word. I said zoop. <laughs> um, apparently, Loveless has got issues with her minions though, cause I'm pretty sure she wanted Gal be alive, and this guy right here had fully planned on killing him in a terrible accident. Speaking of which, uh, Galby, you alive? Yeah. Good. Get so back far. in the bag. Okay. He pets Slick and goes back in the bag. Why are you touching me like that? Slick. Not Slick here. But Slick Slick's has been right on, his, on their shoulder. But in between Slick's ears, right? He asks permission to touch Slick and then goes back in the Leaf. bag. <laughs> push him down in the bag. Uh, so did, they, did these guys only have a note on them or did they have other stuff? Uh, so he did have some items on him. Ooh! Ooh. Stuff, stuff, in stuff. Ad- in addition to the note, he had 30 gold pieces. Damn. Uh, um, Heck yes. Each get 10. Yeah, each get 10. It's nice and easy. Uh, and he also has a wand. Oh. Damn it. Wait, we, did we already talk about the wand? No. No, no that was the ice thing. Uh, don't you have to identify these things? Which would be Arcana, right? <sighs> yes. Uh, hang on. Hold on. I might... And why did this man have so much money on him? I can identify magic on magic items with craft. Oh, okay. You uh, want to roll that then? Yes, because I have a plus 10 crafting. 14 plus 10 is 24. Uh, that crushes it. This is a wand of heal. Oh, oh yes. Do you have access? Is that on your spell list? I do have access yep. to heal, yes. Hot Heck yes. Dog. So it basically lets you cast heal for free once a day. That'll be really useful. Thank you, says the player with the tank, <laughs> who is a rogue, not built to be a tank. Alonzo needs a few wands of heal. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll be honest, we could just... Uh, could just buy one that's solely for me, but this is for you, Sakir. wands of heal. For me. <laughs> Alonzo needs a butt plug of heal. Oh, no. Eh. He is opposed to that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So you got the wand down. How many gold pieces is that worth, by the way? The Dependent wand? Yeah. Uh, what level spell is heal? It was first. first. I believe it is 60. Wow. Based off of the wand of chilling spray, which I also believe is it's a first, first level. level. Yep. It's 60. Wow. That'll be really useful, though, because it's basically a free first-level spell slot yeah. for you. The spell's already picked, but yeah. it's one you use. Heal anyway. is one we use. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's what you found on him. The other, the the prairie drake doesn't have anything on it, uh, and neither do the henchmen leshies, the hench leshies, if you will. Well, there was only one that we yeah, actually killed. the other one ran away. Leshman. The Leshman. The Leshman. 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 <laughs> so, uh... How are you guys doing on uh, hit points? I'm not. You're not? I'm at 7 of 28. I could be better. Okay. 
Uh, I'm at 12 out of 32. Uh, what do you guys want to do now? Are you going to go straight back? Or are you going to try and uh, recoup a bit? We're going to try and recoup a bit. Okay. There's a, there's a like gang boss that's going to attack us on the way home, okay? <laughs> You're convinced of this? Either on the way home or the last boss of this module. <laughs> the, he was given a gang and he was given a name. We're fighting him at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jacob has GM-related trauma. No, it's just playing the. Just, you play these games enough, you know how it works. If something's given a name, is this the way Jacob? Why you play investigator so you can metagame as yes. part of your character? <laughs> yes. The, I feel his pain because I play when I was playing Jade in your campaign, who's also a high intelligence character. Yeah. It's a really good way to kind of let in your insight because if you play these enough, you know the items and the story beats that come up a lot. Uh, the way Jacob is talking, uh, it sounds like on another show, uh, the GM is like it was a it was Glass Cannon and stuff. The main GM was playing in another side campaign, uh-huh. and he was like the, the the GM for that show was like, oh yeah, you find a, a cape and a, a ring, and he's like. Ring of protection. Cape of resistance. Cape of resistance. Yep. Sure enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's With Pathfinder, <laughs> there's there's a magical item progression system, at least first edition. There oh, is totally. in this one, too. And if something is given a name, it's for one of two purposes. To show you that you should not attack it or you will get curb stomped, or to let you know that you will be fighting it, if not now, <laughs> in the future. Uh, it's never anything come back else. once you're not curb stomping. And then, and then there's our game thing where if the name sounds like a fantasy name, you know it's part of the adventure. If the name is like <laughs> Jim. Jim or mm-hmm. Steve, you know I've made it up. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> we, this is another tangent. We were with some of the Alberian folks teaching the play Forbidden Lands, actually, uh, with uh, in, in our Friday game. What? And I was trying to walk through how to make a character, and I made Bill the Archer. Oh. And I had Jacob rolling for a little bit. Uh-huh. Because I, I kept doing it. illustrations like, Bill the Archer tries to climb hey, a cliff. Shout out to them, because they all had pretty great fantasy names. And then I had Tomford. Yep, yep. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. reel in this tangent again. So what are you guys going to do to try to... To uh, uh, <laughs> just reacquire hit points, as you would hang out by the campfire again for another hour. <laughs> just walk right back in there with the guys. Uh, I mean, why not, right? Okay, you Open go up back in. Can of beans. Uh, what do you do when you go up to the door? Because they like sealed it up again. Knock, knock, knock. knock. <laughs> hey, uh, we're back, and we just got to another fight. We're real hurt. Can you let us in? I, I don't remember this guy's voice at all because it's been like you three weeks. You went like the announcer guy voice, I want to say. Uh, oh, you had a fight. We, we heard some, some noise happening out there. Uh, what happened this time? Uh, I just, thought you went through all the doors in this place. Just nature intruding on the city. Don't worry about it. Somebody new came in. A Dewey Daystar. Do you know him? I have never heard that name in my life. Oh, That's we, okay. He's very dead. He's very dead. Don't matter no more. I heard some explosions. I'm glad to, to, to find out it wasn't any of you. Can we stop talking through the door? Oh, he's already opened okay. it and let you in at this point. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what we could do is we can wait for another hour. I'll be the healing thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, you could, like, do six 1d4s for yourself. Oh, for, I guess for a long Quick time. note yeah. on that. When I'm you do that, 19. Is, that's your focus power lifelink. Yeah. Does that take damage every time you do it? Take damage? Hang on. Uh... Don't you take damage when you life leak? I take damage if they take damage, but whenever I first cast it, they just get a D4. 
Oh, that's right. We it was the yeah. damage thing because we thought it was hurting. Ch How do we? No, we thought it was hurting Chester because positive energy. Yeah. But uh, we found out that's that that's right. not necessarily how it works. Cool. We've we've already just talked would about benefit this. from it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I was just kind of confused because I had been editing recently the three episodes in a row of yeah. healing, and I was trying yeah. to figure out how it worked. But yeah. And you could use the wand of heal. I yeah. could. I yeah. could. Still has True. its charge for the day. I will use that upon myself after I have uh, meditated so that it does not come out bunk. Uh, <laughs> so do you want to roll, uh, it's 10 minutes per focus thing, or so do you want to roll six D4s real quick for Alonzo? I'm only down um, about 13 hit points. So this so. might do it for you. Let me just collect up. Precisely 13. Uh, Lovely sound. 14. Oh, 14. one point extra. There you go, all healed up. I hypercharge you and you explode. <laughs> Just like the, the cactus. Just like the cactus. Just uh, like the cactus. Mighty, mighty obliged. Mighty. <laughs> so you wait another hour. Um, I bite you a little bit. No, I don't. Uh, that's that that's, cat. That's the cat. Gets out the water gun, the squirt gun. Squirt, squirt. Uh, and I imagine you're going to, after the hour, because Chester needs to be healed from the uh, treat wounds check, right? Yes. We can do that, too. Okay. I have to Who wants to number. roll and who wants to aid? I'll attempt to aid. I will roll. I will use this metal dice. Okay. Heal me. I do not aid. We are successful. Okay. So go 2d8 for Chester. But by the exact number I needed. Yikes. Yeah. Good. That's all we need. So go ahead. Roll 2d8, Chester. Uh. Uh. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Does that sound like another hour? You got three. You got three. I will. I will continue to do so. Uh, can I also heal myself? Uh, do you want to use the spell? What or time is it? It's uh, after the hour. It's like seven in the evening. Oof. I'll use. It's uh, summertime in here, so like there's still daylight left. I'll use the thingamawatsit and the wand. Okay. I can attempt a healing what? check on someone. <laughs> I make it. Um, oh, this is to treat wounds on yourself, Psych yes. here? Okay. Uh, uh, oh, let me. So this is Madison? I donate. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so 2d8 applied to yourself. Should have had a d8. Ah. Oh, yeah. Five, SS, 13, right? 13 total? Five and SS. I, I, I don't think that adds up. So <laughs> 13 total. <laughs> Don't you bring any of that fancy algebra into this Alkin star. <laughs> yes, we'll write AS the plus AS plus five. <laughs> five. Five. Uh, okay, so yes, does five. that... Where are you sitting at after that, Sykir? I'm at 25 out of 32. Okay. And yeah, let's wait another hour if we can. Okay. Use the wand of heal on Chester. Oh, can't. Wand spent. Oh, yeah, no. Spin, spin. Oh, no. Uh, all right, so we'll take you to eight. It'll be uh, like evening. Um, Somebody assist me. I'm going to assist or attempt. I do not assist. <laughs> I make it. Oh, 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 oh. I panicked for a second because I was thinking plus three for some reason. No, it's 11 plus five. All right. You good. Six, five, 11. That's a lot better. So where are you at now? 21. 21. Out of 28. You sound happy. It's significantly better. Okay. If we wanted to leave now, I would be more confident. All right, let's leave. Just stay back and use your rifle. I reload my weapon. Okay. I also reload my weapon. I would like to preload my crossbow. I also load my whip. 
That's so not necessary. <laughs> Can I load both I my I understand crossbow. that you miss your wife. <laughs> but and this is unhealthy. my gun. Shakes whip at you. You li- listen here. And then he gets an idea and he kind of waves the whip in the air. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Bang, 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 bang. Metal paws on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> and then he stops. Uh, Why? Bap, 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 bap. We have to leave. Let's go. I understand. <laughs> does does Sykir's tail flick? Flick, 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 flick. Tail puffs up. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. Oh, shit, yes. <laughs> Wiggly wire. Put a feather on it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, whatever your people were again, bye. Gives you a thumbs up. So you don't have to use his voice again. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my God. Uh, but yes, it is time to leave. We need to get back to the bar. Ideally, they don't know where we're going when we leave here. So hopefully. Is there a back uh, exit? They blocked it up. Fuck. Uh, but hopefully no one should know where we're going, so we shouldn't get attacked we while could we're returning. attempt to be stealthy. How many it of you can fit into the bag? Night. And no, it's not night. Still it's still breathe day. breathe for more than a minute? None. Because <laughs> if we all went into the bag except for Alfredo, he could Al- be sneaky. Alonzo? No. Alonzo. Oh. Al. I can't do it! <laughs> no. Jacob, you finally infected me! Here's Here's the plan. All of us get in the bag, and we tie the bag to Slick, and Slick will eventually get us to the tavern. How many years will that take? It'll take like a week at most. (laughs) And you probably won't suffocate. I don't know. Probably. I feel as though I should not get into the bag. Bad things happen whenever you let the cat out of the bag. Uh, yeah, All right, so let's anyway, start heading out. We start he- yeah, we leave. Should yeah, we attempt to be stealthy, or can you guys not stealth? I mean... My stealth is plus six. My I got plus eight. My perception is much better than my stealth. Well, I mean, can Weak we be stealthy and it's still technically daytime? We'll just be nonchalant. Oh, God. If you want to be stealthy. Uh, but yeah, what order are you guys walking out of this place in? I'll go first since I am the party tank. Chester second. Chester's not trying to be sneaky. I don't understand. I don't know how we could sneak through the streets of this. Or not all of us could sneak through the streets of the city. But what you could do is you could stealth by the sidelines to ambush anyone who might try and get us. Assassin's Creed it? Yeah, Assassin's Creed it. Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So you could do the stealth, but Chester is... He's decent, but it's not his go-to. Just a sharply dressed man hiding in the in the shadows with his hat. Don't I am a me. large, large cat with Metallic metal bits. Cat. Yeah, and and your hats. Yeah, they have the. They're all expired. They've yes. all been used. Oh yeah, we can't hide ourselves now. It's a long day for you guys. Yeah. Like just kind of tip the bowler hat down slightly. <laughs> oh, after an hour, I don't have my uh, dragon. But yeah, we head out. All right. Eagle Eye Elixir. There we go. So as you guys are leaving the uh, brewery. Um, if there's even so much as a child that approaches us, I'm going to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> is this going to be turned into the JoJo thing where you all like group up on it? Just, <laughs> it's a child. Get down. He's got a lolly. I was wanting to. 
there's no good way to do this. So I'm just going to do this like this. As you guys walk out of the brewery, uh, it's starting to get darker. It's eight o'clock ish in the we summer. We just get immediately shot. So it's dim but not dark. Um, uh, you walk out and you see a group pointing at you. <gasps> Chase mechanics. And they said. Oh. There they are! We finally found them! Uh, and you look and you see uh, a very familiar sight, some wildly dressed gnomes and some goblins <sighs> we look with entirely bombs different. all over our room. Yeah, we do. We look entirely different. You do look entirely different. Roll for initiative. You... <laughs> but we look entirely different. Do I have any bombs left? I don't think I do. Crap initiative roll. Ooh. Is this perception? Yes, this will be perception. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, that's actually pretty good. Oh, I, oh, I have device stratagem on these people. Yes, you do. Oh, yes. For the sake of posterity, we're all sitting here jamming to the music. For the sake of posterity. For the sake of my prostate. There we go. Uh, all right. Chester Williams, what's your initiative? Uh, 17 plus 7 is 24. Whoa. 24. Alrighty, Psych here, the observer. Uh, 16 and 5 is 21. Dang. Man, I'm the lowest one today. What you got, Alonzo? 14 total. 14 total? That's pretty good. That's Uh, not bad at all. I rolled a 7. That's not good. Alright, so a little spoiler for the GM here. Uh, I didn't feel like creating a random map in Alkenstar, so this is going to happen right outside the brewery. Oh, you lazy shit. Yes. Uh, uh, it is a GM's sacred right to be as lazy as possible. These are the powder keg punks again. That was their name. Uh huh. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, you recognize these guys as the powder keg punks. But they can't recognize us. Uh, we looked starting, entirely different. I don't know if your hats were still active the first time you they saw were. them, right? It depends on how long we were traveling before they attacked us. I can't honestly remember. It's been like but a month or two. We could also, uh, easy explanation, they're looking for people leaving the building, and we're at least leaving the building. Fair enough. That's and fair. it is three of you in a bag with a lizard. Three of you in a bag with a lizard. That is fair. God damn it, Slick. It's all Slick. It's all Slick's fault. Slick is the snitch. Uh, Snitches get stitches, Slick. Well, top of round one here. My first action, I put a gun to Slick and pull the trigger. <laughs> The top of round one here is going to be Chester going to kill Slick Williams. Who's on deck? Uh, on deck will be Psyche here. All right. All right. Give me one second because I know what I want to do. Yeah. And you did uh, uh, pursue a lead on these guys. So sometimes it is just easier to look in the book for this stuff. Uh, the Thunderstones were moderate, right? Yes. Uh, I have at least one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to devise a stratagem on the middle one. For free? For free? That is a 15 on the die. So, um, I'd like to put my die back up on the 20 so that I can feel its energy coming off of it. That's a 15 (laughs) on the die. Uh, For the Thunderstone in particular, because a moderate Thunderstone gets an additional plus one to its uh, stuff because it's such a high potion, that is going to be, I'm going to spend one action to pull out Thunderstone. One mm-hmm. action to throw it, and that is a 15 plus a 9 for a total of 24. All right, that'll be a hit, but not a critical. Dang it. Damn well, it. I, I hoped. Um, and is this a splash thing, or is it just a hit? This does have... All of the uh, people around him will get two sonic splash damage. Okay. And... Oh, hold on. Oh, 
we're good. Uh, mm. Every enemy within 10 feet, or anyone within 10 feet, luckily we're all at least 15 feet away, of him. Uh, a thunderstone deals listed sonic damage and sonic splash damage. Each creature within 10 feet of the space in which the stone exploded must succeed a fortitude saving throw with the listed DC or be deafened until the end of its next turn. So 20 for the moderate one, right? Yes. So I will also be doing 2d4 plus 1d6 of damage. So yeah, let's go ahead that. and do that for that guy and then I'll apply the splash damage. That's 4 and 4. So 8 and oh, 13 damage to the main guy. Sweet! Almost nice. max. Yeah, almost wow. max. And then the rest of them take 2 sonic splash damage and they all have to make fortitude saving throws. Okay. So for the audience here, because they can't see the map, there are two more of the gnome, like clown-looking gunners, and three of the bombardiers. The goblin bombardiers. Goblin bombardiers, yeah. Bombardiers, yeah. Did I only have one of those. Bomb goblins. Yeah, I think you only had one on your person. Bob yep. Bombadil. You stop that. <laughs> um, so it is what fortitude? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go here. I got a lot of saves to make. Uh, one of the bombardiers makes it. The other one does not. So that's deafened for one round, right? Until the end of their next turn. Cool. One more here. I don't that's honestly 20. think them being deafened will hear them or hurt them in the slightest. Another natural 20. Jesus. Use them up on these useless saves. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, there's deafened again. The deafened condition, if you're curious at home, uh, automatically critically fail perception checks that require hearing. Take a minus two status penalty to perception checks for initiative and checks that involve sound, uh, but also rely on other senses. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. If you perform an action that has the auditory trait, you must succeed at a DC5 flat check or that action is lost. But this is important to consider. You are immune to auditory effects. Uh-oh. So someone likes to scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, does that do sonic damage? Because there's a difference. It does sonic damage. It does damage. sonic damage. There we go. I think um, I think that makes a difference. I'm saying it does, but I have nothing to back that up. <laughs> I Just mean, scream at the other ones. I it could... has the auditory trait, so they would be immune to it. Mm. Um, those that are deafened, but not everyone is deafened. Great. I imagine you could tell the difference between who got deafened and who didn't. I have one more action. Yep. I don't see us staying out here ending very well. So I'm thinking we should maybe retreat back into the Tav Brewery. Okay. Uh, so Chester's going to go one, two, three, four. Back into the tasting room. Five. And that will end Chester's turn. He'll be like, I'll see it in well for fighting out here. They'll surround us. Uh, and okay. they have bombs. So you throw this thunderstone. It explodes with a loud... <laughs> Some of them, their ear, everyone's ears are ringing a little bit, but some of them, you know, grabbing their head. Uh, the one you threw it at looks pretty messed up. Uh, and that ends your turn. That's all three of your actions. Psykeer, it is your turn. Is the main one deafened? Uh, no, he made his save. Which one is the main one? Does one of them look like the boss? No, they don't look like they okay. have any particular boss. I have a question. Can I get a... You need me to draw you a cone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you do the corner that I picked, yeah. you would get 
uh, only one of them would have be affected. It's the one that I hit with and the bomb. And it's the one Chester hit. The other two in that one are deafened. <sighs> You'd have to move Step right up. up into their grill if you wanted to get all of them. But with moving and casting a spell, you would kind of be vulnerable. Mm. But you could also do that, and you might even... He, he, that guy doesn't look well, so if he fails his save, you might just wipe him out and take care of one of them. Before I do this... Oh, yes, yes. Please make your flat oh. check. That's... I have passed. All right, so you get a first level spell slot back. Nice. Let's see what chaos ensues. No chaos. <laughs> um, chaos and... Cast harm on one of them. <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get there, how many would I be able to get? Uh, like I'll there. tell you. Uh, if you move to, if you moved up one, but not quite in melee, yeah, um, you would be able to get four of them, and only one of those is the one that is deafened. Then I will do that. Okay, so fortitude for those. Yep, uh, DC eighteen. Uh, that's one fail. Um, two fails. Ooh, that might be a critical fail. No, Ooh. it is. It is a critical fail. Yay! Uh, so right. two of the bombardiers fail, so that's going to be four points of damage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that Excitement. one gets damaged. <laughs> this one, uh, the one that Chester hit, has three hit points left. Oh. You scream at him, his ears spur out blood, and he falls down dead. It's pure sonic damage. Mm-hmm. You told him some bad things. Uh, he will be assigned the status effect dead. dead. That's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite when it's not on me. And then mm-hmm. the gunner's going to take double damage because critically fail. Nice. And he's also deaf, which means I can't do that to him again. Yep. For a minute. Really? Oh. So he's deaf? Mm-hmm. Is this our first time where they critically failed your check? No. Uh, n- I think it's the first time I've critically failed. I think the other times failed. they died. And they, yeah, they usually die when that happens. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so you moved, you cast a spell, so three actions total, that'll be your turn. Uh, Death Bombardier over here that was in your Jonski is going to go, and he is going to do a fun little thing. Is this the group that was chasing us earlier? Yes. Hmm. I wish people could see the look on your face right now. I mean, now. one's already dead. Yeah, you've already knocked out oh, one. The, the fight so far hasn't been bad. My thought process is, why would we even run away? Why are we being tracked like this? Yeah, that's How interesting. Are we being tracked well, like they, this? I, my theory is, they knew about the brewery. So they knew to look for something suspicious between Galilee's house and the brewery. Have they been out there for hours? That's just the waiting question. on us? Uh, they could have just been looking around and, and just found the brewery or, you know, been camping out to see if anyone left it. Um, there's a lot of options here. Uh, this guy is going to do his quick bomber two action oh. thing to move away from the crowd. That's a rough one. Um... Because doesn't he get to throw, like, two bombs doing that? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, he can do it before, during, and after the movement, so the bombs have a range of how much? I believe it's 20 feet. 20 feet. Yep, you're right. Um, so he's going to do one at Alonzo and then another at Sykir. Alonzo's going to be on the, on the beginning and then Sykir at the end when he's moved away from the group. Uh, so they will take the multiple attack penalty, but it'll be two of them. I'm going to use my nimble dodge. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's going to be a total of 21 mm. on the first attack. You with, hit. Really? Even with the nimble dodge? My AC is only 20 with the nimble dodge. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. You barely hit me. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. So that's going to be a D8 of fire damage. Ooh, eight points of fire damage. And then you're on fire, right? Because it's alchemist fire. And you make a check at the end of your turn, the flat check. Let me double check this real quick. There goes an entire quarter of my health. Yeah, you'll take one persistent fire damage. Um, But not this round. That'll be next round. Uh, And you'll make the flat check to not be on fire no more. Uh, All right, second attack's going to be against Psykeer. Uh, ooh, natural 19, oh. but it is my second attack, so that's going to be a total of 23. Thankfully, that's not a critical. Oh, good. Cool. Uh, so you're also going to take a D8 of fire damage. That's three points of fire damage, and you will be on fire. Oh, my goodness. I shouldn't have. No, that would have been a perfect hit. Never mind. You said a 20. 21. One? Yeah. Nimble dodges plus two, but a hit, a match is a hit, right? Yeah, so I still would have hit it, you. You still would have hit me. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. So that's his two actions. And he's going to just chuck another bomb at Psykeer for fun with his last action because he has Quick Bomber. I do have a question for you. Yes. Does he have a limited number of bombs on him? Or as an enemy, does he have the whole unlimited bombs thing? Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Just a a solid This is going to be a minus one. So, yeah, that's a miss. Oof. Uh, Okay. Next in the order is going to be that bombardier. Uh Uh-oh, he's dead. (gasps) Uh, After Mm. that is the last remaining bombardier's turn. Uh Oh, good news is you guys can't be any more on fire. Yeah. Uh, He's actually going to do quick bomber and do the same thing. Same song and dance. Same song and dance, but he's going to run up to Alonzo. Uh, So bomb at Psykeer, bomb at Alonzo. Miss Alonzo. Is he throwing a bomb at Alonzo when he's next to Alonzo? No, not quite, but he's getting in close enough range. He's doing it on the way. Oh, okay. So he doesn't get the splash damage. Uh, And I also miss Psykeer. And he's just going to punch Alonzo. (laughs) I missed. Good. (laughs) And as he's running up, he's just like... Throwing bombs. These guys are a little insane. He's a little bit of an idiot because uh, close range is where I do my most damage. He don't know you. They. That's my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically, they are idiots. Yes. Um, Alonzo Tenrivet. Speaking of uh, getting Canonical in close. Idiots. No, just speaking of getting close. That's your turn. <laughs> ah, so um, I'm going to draw my rapier. Okay. Which is one action. I want to tumble through, but I don't have enough actions for it because I'd have to move, don't wouldn't I? Uh, moving is actually part of the tumble through action. Well, then I'm going to move and tumble through, okay. attempt at least. Make your tumble through check. That's my reflex DC, I think. Yes. Uh, that's a natty 10 for an 18. 18. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. Yes! Now it's flat-footed to my attack. Okay. And I shall stab at thee. Stab at thee. From hell I stab I hate everything. Oh, no. Um, that's a 12 to hit. 12 to hit. Uh, he is flat-footed. He it's is not going to be good footed, enough. But oh. that is not quite enough. Um, so you drew, moved, and attacked, unfortunately. That's it. That's well, it. Did you not leave with your weapon drawn? You said you had your weapons loaded, but you didn't have your rapier drawn. I specifically said I loaded my distance weapons. Okay. Yeah. I'm an honest player. <laughs> it's fair. Um, all right. So it's going to be the two powder peg 
Pe- powder, powder peg. Powder peg. Powder peg. Girls. Gunners. Uh, they're both deafened. Uh, this one, Alonzo, is going to... It does nothing to them. Oh, wait. Was I supposed to roll my check? What check? The check to, for getting myself off yes, of fire. Yes, yes, yeah. Take one point of uh, persistent fire damage and then make a flat check. That's DC 10, right? 15. 15. And it's... Uh, Just roll a D20. It's flat. No, 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 Nineteen. Yep, you are no longer on fire. No more fire. I mean, at yeah. least the at least the good roll came for that. Though that nineteen might have been a critical. And these things aren't immune. I hope. No, <laughs> you're no. Uh, yeah, they're gonna back up a bit and then take two shots at you. Can I put my nimble dodge on, or is this still the same it's round? It's the same, same round, round, unfortunately. Uh, but here we go. They don't have as good as the bombers. That's a natural or natural three for a 10. Oh. Nope. And then a uh, total of 13. So nope. nope. Jeez. I either roll great or not great at all. Um, I feel that. All right, then this the other one's turn. Going to do the same song and dance, but at Psykeer. Uh 17. That hits. Oof. Sick. Nasty. And this one is deafened, uh, just so as you know. Uh, that's going to be a total of uh, one point of piercing damage. And then the second attack is going to be a miss with a total of 10. So you'll just take that one. Um, okay, that'll be the end of round one. Top of round two, it's Chester Williams's turn. Chester Williams? The only one in the building. Chester. Got the hell out of Dodge. I mean, ain't my fault you sat stay out there and fight in the crowd. Chester's just going to sit down. Chester's going to do a device, a stratagem check. There we go. Uh, all right, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chester's going to go a one, uh, a two. two. Let's get a little, a little. Three. That was two diagonals, I believe. Yeah. Uh, He's going to... This three. Actually, go go four. Okay. Five. Okay. Pull Hello out again, Chester. Gun and shoot the purple one. Okay. The one that just shot Psyche here. I believe so. Or how? All the purple ones have been damaged the same, right? Uh, yes. No. no. One of them was caught in the haunting him. I want to hurt the one that's been hurt more. That's the one that just shot Psyche here. Okay, yes. And I'm going to shoot them with my gun. There's a 12 plus an 8 for a total of 20. 20 will mm-hmm. hit. Roll your damage. It'll be 2d6. Come on, just give me decent damage. 6. And a six, 12 damage. Uh, with 12 damage, you take aim at this bedeafened nice. powder peg, powder peg, Jesus, I did it again. Powder, powder peg, 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 gunner. Uh, and you shoot true and blast them in the chest and they fall down dead. Yeah. Take that. Bam. Bam. You stop, you stop that. You, you, you stop hurting people. <laughs> That's my bag of holding. I don't know I don't you. Know you. That's my cat. That's my friend. That's I don't know you. <laughs> uh, all right, so you moved and you reload and shoot. Is yes. that what you did? Okay. That'll be your turn. Psyche here, it is your turn. You are currently on fire, but we will deal with that a bit. Actually, just go ahead, take one persistent fire damage, and then we'll roll the check at the end of your turn. Uh, what would you like to do otherwise? Um, so this guy right here. The one yeah. Alonzo is in melee with? Yes. Yes. He is not deafened. No, nope. he did not reach for his head. Okay. He is also kind of crazy. I'm gonna... I'm actually just gonna go up to... 
Alberto. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna set my big old metal paw on Alfredo's head. And I'm <laughs> going to cast heal. Okay. Thank you. With that special spell that I got for not doing the thingamawatsit. Nice. There you go. For not so, exploding. Yeah. This will be the two action version. I'm at 23 of 32. Uh, yeah. This is a D8 plus eight, I think. Why well, I yeah. say that because if you want to do that, you don't actually have to move up to him. Because it's uh, 30 it's feet. It's got a range of 30 feet, but I like touching. Uh, okay. Never mind. I'll just do that. <laughs> not, to mention, not to mention, moving up beside this goblin may actually work out well on this current goblin's turn. Why? Kaboom, boom. Because if oh, he throws a bomb damage. at any one of us, the splash damage will hit that one, and we know they're weak to fire. From the last fight, we know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they like blowing up. Then I'll, I'll step back in. Still actually on fire, and I'll do the oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Should hug. Should hug the other one. Seven plus eight, fifteen. Nice. Uh, you're back to That's full. That's awesome. Hot dog. Uh, make me a flat check. Oh. Uh? For your fire. Oh. Twelve. Twelve. Oh. Uh, does that mean you're still on fire? I believe so. Yes. You will still be on fire. Uh, okay. Where's so, a rain cloud when you need it? Right. Uh, it is the other... The fire that burns within me burns brighter than that which burns on me. Okay, Joshua Graham. Is that oh. Joshua Graham? Yes, from okay. Fallout. New Vegas. New Vegas. I knew someone who had that quote. I tried to make it different enough that you guys were... I, I, what? <laughs> there is no avoidance. It's a good quote. It's a great quote. It's from a good character. Yeah. I knew someone who had that quote. It, it was on their wall, unironically, as like yeah. a motivational thing and not a hee-hee fallout. My favorite thing involving that quote is Bricky's like failed Minecraft server, or his, you can do literally whatever you want Minecraft server. Anarchy. The faction that fault the people tearing everything apart use that as their like... Yeah. Call to arms quote. And it's just <laughs> hilarious because it was all over his map. It's hilarious. Uh, all right. Well, this other guy is going to do the quick bomber thing. Yes, and you totally throw in. a bomb. Uh, going to do two bombs in the move uh, up to you guys in melee. I use my nimble dodge. Uh, oh, he's not targeting you. He's going yet. to target. Actually, oh, he's yeah, target you. I've done no damage. He's going to target you the second time. First one's going to be at Psykeer. Why oh. me? Uh, just because you're closer. 22. Yeah, that hits. All right, you're going to... Out of the box. I'll take one fire damage. <laughs> oh, eight again. Jesus. Uh, eight fire damage. Don't worry about catching on fire because you're already on fire. Uh, Alonzo, you'll take one splash fire on damage. Fire. And you will also take one, Chester. And he does as well. And the, ba- the bombardier <laughs> will take one, which triggers his weakness to fire, <laughs> which hurts him for a total of four. Damn. Uh, and he's going to do it again, targeting Alonzo. Uh, ooh, I don't think that's going to do it. 13 total nope. is not going to do it. Um, You'll still take one splash damage. That's You'll okay. You'll take one splash damage. Do all of us still take one splash damage when he misses? We looked this up before. I think so. Yes, if you miss the target and all creatures within five feet take only one splash damage. Okay, so Alonzo is one splash. Psykeer, you'll take one splash if you haven't already. I take one splash. And the other one takes a splash as well. He does, which triggers his weakness again. Before. I wouldn't normally do this because I like to play enemies. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Pseudo smart. But they're goblins. But they are written to be dumb. Yes. So, and then he's going to. Does it not die? No, almost. He's gonna oh. punch Alonzo. <laughs> throwing hands. I love that these little guys are throwing hands. I know, right? Uh, he misses. Very accurate <laughs> for a short creature. 
Uh, okay, so then it's gonna be the other bombardier's turn. Oh, you stupid little goblin. He's gonna <laughs> throw a bomb at Psyche here. <laughs> oh, no, not Psyche here, excuse me, at Chester. Oh, no! Point blank range. Boo! No, because the other goblin. Natty 16. Uh, uh, you'll hit me. That's going to be 25. You Why hit me, him? no critical. Because he hasn't been hit by fire yet. He wasn't on fire. That's fair. That's I also fair. Did That's kill, fair. I shot someone to death. Uh, you'll be on fire, though. Yes. Um, I will be on fire. <laughs> one point of fire damage. Dang it. Perfect. Uh, and it'll trigger splash damage to <laughs> Psykir. One point of splash damage. Alonzo, one point of splash damage. It'll hit him <laughs> for one point of splash damage, which will kill him. Yes! <laughs> oh my goodness. Beautiful. Uh, it's my kind of goblin right there. Self-destruct Wah! villains. Love that little guy. Yep. Proud of him. He, he stayed himself to the very end. I'm on fire! Ah. Uh, and he blows up. <gasps> no! Oh no, is there splash damage to that? No, it's okay. just all the same oh. thing. There's no mechanical thing that's about this. He just blows up. He just blows up. There's no mechanical thing. He just blows he up. He just actually blows up. Basically, they oh. have a reaction called uh, Blaze of Glory, where they can immolate themselves to demoralize. Uh-huh. So, but he, it's, you have to demoralize the attacking creature, and the one <laughs> is technically so. him. So he just he just blows up. I'm not going to lie. If I saw a man blow himself up, I would be demoralized. Me too. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be his turn. Uh, I think the Alonzo's not on fire. Nope. Uh, Alonzo is not on fire. It sounds like an old YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it does. Alonzo is not on fire. Oh my god, yeah, it does. Uh, it really does. So it'll actually be your turn now, Alonzo. There's still one in melee with you. It's the one that ran up and was throwing bombs. Quick question. Yes. Can I tumble through onto the spot that's occupied by the dead body? You absolutely yes. can. Let that's me move my the attempt. corpse out of your way. I shall attempt this. Natty 15 oh, for yeah. a 25. You are totes good. He is hella flat-footed. Okay. And then, please, this time, attack. Natty 19. Oh, How's oh about boy. a 27? Come on, crit. Come on, crit. His Come AC, on, crit. now that he is flat-footed, is 15. Yay! So roll your damage uh, and double I get it. the D6 plus four. Plus your D6 Plus my D6 for... Um, sneak attack. Sneak attack. Yep, just roll that and double it, and then you add your D8 of deadly. So that's five doubled, wait, plus four. Is nine. Is nine. Doubled is 18, <laughs> plus the deadly D8. Deadly D8. Is six. That's 24 damage. Oh, yeah, it's mm. more hit points than he had to start with. Oh. Uh, would you like to describe your kill? I shish kebab him. He is bob shushed. He is quite shush. He's dead. He's hella dead. And oh, when I pull dude. the rapier out, I pull him with it. There you go. <laughs> Right behind me. His body is behind me now. He flies off uh, like a Gmod <laughs> ragdoll physics. <laughs> and explodes midair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you kill him good. And I still have an action left. What the enemy yeah, is happening here? I'm going to use my leftover action. One, two, three, four. And I'm going to get up in this guy's business. Yes. Yes. I love spring mustachio. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, he's going to try and shoot you. He's also deafened. Uh, what? Uh, he sh- probably shouldn't be deafened Oh, he's by probably now. got that, mo- oh, yeah. that special move. Not that it makes literally any difference. This is one that, isn't deafened now because it was only one, one round. Is that the one that I yelled at? No, okay. that one's dead. I think okay. Alonzo just killed that one. All right. Uh, yeah, here it goes. Uh, you have your reaction, BT Dubs. I'm going to use it. Um, that's going to be a total of yes. No. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> 21. Oh. Ties with it. Okay. The second time that has happened. Yeah, it hurts only. It hurts more than a little bit. Well, I rolled higher this time. But guy Nimble has, Dodge has proven to be useful. He has a lesser bonus. Uh, but fortunately for you, this is just his wimpy little pistol. Wimper. He's actually going to take a step back Wimper. to make you spend an action. A him him. And that's going to be one point of piercing Wimper. damage, second shot. A natural one. Never mind. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, can we look at the backfiring rules? No. <laughs> that's going to be top of round three now. Um, Chester Williams is his turn. Best devise a stratagem you hear being rolled. I love how you just shove it through like you're trying to chop it. I know, right? Yeah. He doesn't drop it. He shoves I it do. through I, the I dice tower. I am very tower. violent with it. To 12 on the die, what should I do with this roll? Uh, so first, reload... Okay. Second. Shoot. Vibe. I uh, think Jacob's vibing with the music. Third. I'm just, yeah. Or second, shoot him. Uh, that'll be a total of 20. 20 total? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll hit. I think I got a 12 last time as well. So that is a six on the die. Come nice. on. Repeat yourself. Do it. And another. A five. So 11 damage. 11 damage. Which is still not bad. Not bad at all. Would you like to describe your kill? It has exactly... 11 hit points. Uh, he just shoots him like middle of the forehead. Pow! Splat! And the last one falls down, uh, and the street is now yours. I want to loot their bodies. Loot the bodies, loot the bodies. Uh, specifically, there are two goblins who died without exploding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. their throwables. I'm sure they have bombs on them, don't they? I want to check out the pistol that guy was using. I'm going to roll on the ground. Uh, oh, yeah, you're yeah. on fire. I'm, I'm fire. Oh, yeah, I'm on fire. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, that's a natural 20. I'm no longer on, on fire, fire, but I'll Psych still take here. that one damage. Uh, yeah, both of you need to take one point of persistent fire damage. Uh, Chester's no longer on fire, but uh, Psych here, can you make me a flat check? Just, oh, yeah, I'm on fire. Two. Uh, okay, take one more and make another flat check. Can we just put him out? Uh, yeah, it is combat. You could just stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, it's a full round action to stop, drop, and roll, I think. Or well, at least my turn actions. was next. Yeah, so you, yeah, go ahead and you are not on fire anymore. Psych uh, cool. here is not on fire. Did Another you YouTube ever channel. think, as, in the, as a child, that you do stop, drop, and yeah. roll much more than yeah. you have in your life? I really I did thought kind that, of play it up. I thought that the fire safety and the quicksand safety would be much more applicable much in more my applicable. adult life. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm super glad I've never been on fire. I mean, I just, I feel as though I've I've prepared for nothing. I know, right? (laughs) Then again, whenever we were kids, fire was probably more likely to happen. Yeah. Uh, There were less safety standards back then. I'm glad that people catch on fire less nowadays. Oh, entirely. I thought you were about to say, I'm glad people catch on fire these days. No. Uh, <laughs> I remember when they finally made children's pajamas flame retardant. Yeah. Like, that was a thing. 
Wow, we went off on a tangent. I, I had I'm boiled sorry. water dropped on me as a child. I prefer funnel I mean, dramas. It's well known now that fires are like one of my greatest fears. Yeah. So this is these are things I think of. Welcome into the mind of Cat. These are legitimate questions. So you want to loot the bodies? Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. So I'll say because one only one of them died in a blowy up way. You can get uh, three alchemists' fires. I will be taking that. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> there's no gold on any of them. Uh, if you wanted small flintlock pistols, you could take those as well. But I don't think any of you need that. I think that. I already have. I a mean, small we could sell them pistol. though. Like it, it won't be a lot, but you know, money. Yeah, we need the money. I got a flintlock pistol. Uh, I'm gonna. How many flintlock pistols? Heal them, me maybe. Two. Uh, Psyche, you want to heal? Yeah. So my minor curse makes it so that I take one take less. half my level, which is one because I'm on level two. Uh, so heal would do. Could I do the second version? Like, D eight plus eight. Yeah. Do you have the spell slot for it? Uh, this would be the wand. Did you? Yeah, you didn't use the wand during healing. Did no. You? Okay. That was that was the thing that I got because I didn't. You okay. know, explode. Uh, Have we not used the wand today? No. What okay. wand? The we wand just you got just the wand got. Of heal. Yeah, we, yeah, you used it on uh, Alonzo. You treated wounds. I treated wounds. But I thought, oh, no, you that used was a- lifelink on Alonzo and yeah. then treated wounds. Oh, oh okay. I thought yeah. you would use the wand. My bad. Me too. Because we had to wait Did so I? long for treating wounds on I Chester. Because you added eight to it. So I thought you would use the wand. You did like no, that was seven plus eight. Combat. Got the spell slot back, healed Alonzo. I really thought that was after, that was at the beginning. We got the wand and used it. Well, you it. may as well not have used it because you had to wait so long to heal you up with treat wounds. Hey, listen, if it's cool with the DM, I'm fine with it. Yeah. We literally just did this and I can't remember. It's been a long day. Um, we'll, we'll hear from our listeners. Go ahead and use it. Our listeners haven't really, you know, cut on us about stuff like that. Shout out to nine. you, listeners. So We're just eight. enjoying listening. So nine plus <laughs> one. One. Okay. No, eight plus one. Eight plus so one. Nine, so eight. So eight. <laughs> now they're going to start pointing stuff out because we've challenged them. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, you're doing it wrong. I didn't challenge well, them. To be fair, if you... I challenged them officially right now. It took so long to heal up Chester, you could have just mechanically done treat wounds. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So if you want to say that, I'm not going to yeah. argue with you. So where are you at total psych here? Fifteen. Alrighty. Yikes. I um, was in the single digits. Do you need Yikes. one of us to do a heel check? Has it been an hour? No, you'd have to wait another <laughs> hour. I'm good. Let's hour. just go. Let's, Let's just, just go. go. But before you go, no! uh, you were still looting the bodies. Yes. So you found those items, but you also find something else. Oh. Oh. Do tell. We find a whole nother encounter in somebody's pocket. <laughs> you find a pocket dimension. Uh, <gasps> you find two items in particular as you're rifling through the pockets. Thankfully, it is in the gunner's pockets and not the, uh, you know, blowy up people's pockets. Good. Uh, one of them, and they catch your attention, especially Chester, because you did the uh, recall knowledge with your, uh, what was it? The, the society, Underworld Lord. Underworld uh. Lord. Uh, one is a flyer for a place called the Longhorn Lounge. Uh, it's a club for like rodeo champions. Uh, it's kind of an upscale place and there's words scrawled on the back of it like someone was taking a note and they say the last bell before sundown or last bell before sundown is scribbled on the back. Hmm. And then the other item? The other item is on the other uh, gunner's uh, body in the pockets. And this was on, who was the flyer on? Uh, one of the Gunners, the gnomes with the guns, not the bombers. All right. Uh, the other thing, the other one is a uh, a crumpled order form for alchemical reagents. Hmm. 
it's kind of a it's something that you may have even seen before if you had to buy alchemical stuff before Chester for your abilities to, or whatever. Uh huh. Um, but this one doesn't have any items listed on it. Uh, rather, what you see is Gattleby's name and address scrawled on it in a clumsy, almost childish hand. Um, and the oh only God, there's a hand. <laughs> handwriting. Yeah. Uh, the only clue to the origins is a stamped symbol in the upper right corner is a corvid in flight, one vial grasped in each talon. Ooh. Ah. With those clues in hand, you do safely make it back. At long last, at the end of a very long day for your characters. This has been such a day. <laughs> to uh, the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. And that is where we'll pick up next week. Oh, but before we go... Uh, you level up! Yes, finally! Level three, baby! Level three! Level three! Level three! Level three! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.